and welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm your host, Annie, Air Force officer turned serial entrepreneur, author, CEO, fitness expert, and personal growth junkie. Honestly, though, guys, I'm just like you. I choose every single day to get uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. And that's exactly how I built a life I am freaking obsessed with. And I want you to know that you're capable of the same. Here in this fam, yes, you're officially a part of the fam. We choose every day to quit our excuses, ditch the negativity, and embrace our best lives. Literally nothing is off the table when it comes to the conversations we're going to have together. We'll chat fitness, mental health, relationships, personal growth, business, and I'm certain we're going to laugh together. But please don't hold it against me if we cry together too. I know you'll leave this episode with the confidence and excitement to grow from your mistakes, pursue your passions, and ultimately own your life. Now let's get on with it. It's time to get uncomfy. Welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. Hello, hello. I'm literally so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to have you on. And we're both now in Dallas. Wow, love it. Thank you to you, um, which is actually kind of what I wanted to start off with. Just for everybody who doesn't know you, where can they find you? Like, where do you on Instagram? What do you on TikTok? Where are your things? And then just a little bit about you. Yes. So my name is Bridget and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, the same username. It's Bridget M for Maria and then HDZ. So it's basically like my whole name shortened, Bridget M H E Z. And I am a real estate agent here in Dallas, but I focus just on apartment locating, which a lot of people don't know about. And it's such a fun job. And I've recently talked about it on my TikTok on how it's a great initial gig in the real estate game if you don't know anybody that is looking to buy a home. And that's exactly where I was at. I'm like, okay, cool. I want to do real estate, but I don't freaking know anybody that can afford a home right now. So I went into apartment locating and I've seen a ton of success from it. And then I just started posting videos on my TikTok and those took off and that's how you found me. And now we got you a badass apartment in Dallas. So stoked for you. But yeah, it's been so much fun. And now I'm like so passionate about talking about what I do. Ah, I love that so much. And there's so many things we're going to chat about today because you just hit on a bunch of stuff. Just first off, what you do in real estate, I think is so cool. And I think that like, well, we're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into the TikTok stuff. We're going to dive into just like the do the freaking do and just go for it. Because I think so many, not even only women, but so many people need to hear that, that, you know, you can go for it. And even just the little innovation that you're adding to like, Hey, this is traditionally what people would do in real estate, but you did it a little bit differently and you're seeing so much success. And so I think all of those things are things that like people that are listening to this podcast and need to hear about. And I'm so excited to have you on to kind of share those things. So like first and foremost, how we met, and I don't actually even think that you know how random it was. Like I I'm going to, so I'm just going to say for everybody who doesn't know. So guys, I met Bridget on TikTok. So this was before I even decided to move to Dallas. I literally have always envisioned living in a big city with floor to ceiling windows, overlooking a massive city, like super high ride, like just like a gorgeous view. Like I've always envisioned that. And I've always envisioned myself being a city girl, but being somebody who I was in the military, I was in a long-term relationship with somebody who was in the military. So we're, you know, at a lot of military bases, which you just 
you're just not going to get the city girl vibe there. And so the city, you know, dream for me was never practical up until recently when I did leave that relationship and I've kind of just been bopping around cities. And I was in Scottsdale at the time. This is where it gets kind of wild. I was in Scottsdale and I was renting a house in Old Town where my whole family is there. They're there in Scottsdale. And I never renewed, like I, I was doing month to month and I never renewed after January 5th. And this is like probably, it's like the week before Christmas that I, you know, found your video and all that sort of stuff. And so I had not, like, I hadn't continued the next month. I had to move out January 5th. And I remember my mom being like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm like, mom, I don't know. I kind of want to leave Scottsdale. And she's like, okay, where are you going to go? And I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. I literally wrote down 20 cities on a piece of paper, like literally everything from like San Diego, Nashville, Denver, Tampa. Uh, I wrote down Houston, Austin, Dallas. There was San Francisco. There was LA, like everything. Like there were so many cities. And I, st- I remember sitting there staring and I was like, well, shoot, I do not know. But I knew that it, when I felt it, it would like make sense. Okay. So cue TikTok, <laughs> me hopping <laughs> on my For You page and seeing a video of my now apartment guys disclaimer. And mm-hmm literally just a walkthrough video. It was like, it was the front view. It was those living room windows. And then it was, I don't even think it showed the office view, which is gorgeous also. Mm-hmm. And then the bedroom view of the two whole walls that are floor to ceiling. And yeah. I didn't, first off, I didn't even know where you were located. Like I had, I did not know. I don't even know if the video said, like my brain literally just saw windows city. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I need it. <laughs> literally. I was like, I, yes, I yes, sign me up. And literally from there is when I was just like, uh, yeah, wh- what is this two bedroom, two bathroom? What is this? What price? And then like, where, where is it? You know, like asking all the detail questions, but from there pretty much is when I just, I signed the lease, like pretty quick from there. I know I can't, we were kind of looking at a few other things, but I was like, no, that first one that I saw is exactly the unit that I want. And that's insane to me that I like posted the exact unit that you're living in now. And I feel like that is manifestation at its finest. (laughs) Literally. I say, I'm like, and I kept telling my mom, like, I'm going to know when it's right. And then even the move-in date, like it all worked out perfectly. And so I didn't have to continue to live in Scottsdale for an extra month or anything like that. So it all worked out perfectly. And I'm just here to say, thank you for doing what you do because (laughs) it, um, it's, literally, I mean, I wake up and I cry tears of joy because I'm so happy with everything right now and being in Dallas. So that being said, I want to ask you how you decided to get into TikTok for real estate. Cause you know, I think we think of TikTok, we think of like dances and like, you know, 13 year olds and makeup tutorials, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So what was your mindset and how did you approach that? And then also like some tips maybe, or we can get into that later. How'd you approach that? Let's start with that. Love that. So I work for a brokerage that basically supplies all of our leads for us. Um, And that's not normal in the real estate world. You usually have to go and get your own lead. So I really didn't have a reason to try and go to market myself and generate new leads, but I'm so passionate about like aesthetics and floor to ceiling windows and penthouses, like these crazy units that I just, it's kind of like when you're scrolling through and you see these awesome mansions. I love that in apartments and high rises and it's just so fun to me. And 
my, I kept telling my boss at work, like we need to post these badass units. Like we need to post these penthouses, but they are seven years in the game. They have such a successful marketing strategy and company. So they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Like there's not really a market for it. And I'm the kind of person that I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do it myself. And so I did just that. And I hadn't at the time really seen a market for apartments on TikTok yet. I had seen all the TikTok dances and attended them and failed miserably. (laughs) But I basically posted one quick little video of a new high rise in Dallas. And it was four days later, all of a sudden, I got all these notifications on my phone and it just exploded. And I remember I was sitting in the car with my boyfriend at Target and I was like, oh my gosh, we can't go inside of Target. I need to respond to all these people. Like what is happening? I started freaking out. And then it just kind of took off from there and I started generating my own leads. And now I work solely off referrals with the brokerage that I work for. And I've seen tremendous success from it. And it that started in September. We're now in, what month are we in? January. Yeah, <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> Um, and so it kind of, it happened really fast and now I'm having so much fun with it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically where it started. And now I'm seeing this awesome market on TikTok with people posting apartments in Dallas and Houston. And it's just been so fun to watch. And people ask me all the time. They're like, are you mad that people are doing that? And I'm like, no, like, like the scarcity mindset that people have in real estate of like, I don't want to give anyone my secrets is so silly because there are so many people that need a place to live. I could not possibly juggle them all. So why not everybody get in on this action and do the same thing and have fun with it? So I, I like literally love that story. And I love how you were like, we need to do this. And like above you, they were like, ah, not like, mm, no, like we don't do that. And you're like, well, okay, I'm going to do it then. I think that just speaks of like a leader. It speaks of Mm a bomb ass boss, babe, whatever you want to call it. Like (laughs) just somebody who takes initiative. And I think like taking initiative is something that, you know, women of our age need to hear more stories about because we're so scared. Uh, Most women are scared of like stepping into their superpower, stepping into an idea, stepping into a new area. And, and there's nothing to be scared about because what if, you know, here's the, like the alternative is like, okay, awesome. What if you had tried it and nobody saw your video and you posted it another and nobody saw it and posted another, like, like what's the worst case? Oh, you're back at where you started anyway, which is leads from the brokerage. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're having fun with it anyways. You're getting to see these awesome units that I would never, you know, otherwise be in. And so I'm touring these awesome properties and having fun with it. And, you know, I love how you're saying like women need to have more confidence and to take initiative. And it's really funny because I worked for a company before getting into real estate. I worked for a company for about four years. And when I left the company to do real estate, my CEO basically insinuated like, oh, there's going to be no money in that. Like, that's silly. Like, good luck. Ha ha. Kind of laughed at me. And sure enough, within a year, I quadrupled my income. And it's just so funny that I had this grown man looking at a young female like, yeah, okay, good luck with that. Like, you're not going to be successful. And I just think that if you put your mind to something and you find the confidence within yourself and you just tell yourself that you can make it happen, you can make it happen. And that's exactly what I did. And I want to see other women do that too, whether it's in real estate, whether it's like a jewelry store online that they're trying to blow up on TikTok or whatever it is. It's just, don't let anyone tell you like, yeah, that doesn't work or your idea is silly or you're not going to be successful because if you're passionate about it, other people will see your passion and they'll get invested with you. 
Yeah. And I so believe like exactly if you put out that energy, if you put out like you're having fun with it, you're showing these awesome like things that on like honestly, like I had never the the crazy thing for me is like it's not like I was on real estate TikTok. Like right. I wasn't, I wasn't even in Dallas. It was not on Dallas TikTok, like nothing. Like all of a sudden you popped up and I was like, that's me. And I honestly believe like it fell into my lap because the energy you're putting out there and then people are going to be like, this is so woo woo. But like the, the energy you're putting out there was like the energy I needed. And like, it was, it was exactly what I needed. And so like for everybody listening, it's like, whether you're, you're, you have a, an art business, a jewelry business, a health and wellness business, a fitness training business, a real estate business, whatever it is, like somebody out there is like literally praying for the services that you have to offer. Like I was praying for an answer of like, where am I going to live? What is this going to look like? How is it? How is it? How am I even going to find a place? Like, you know, nothing felt right. And then all of a sudden it did feel right because you went out on a limb to do something that somebody told you not to do. Exactly. I love that. Some people will say it's an algorithm. I think it's a higher power, God, energy, manifestation. I think it's a whole lot of other things other than an algorithm. And I think that is one of my like biggest recommendations for someone who wants to blow up on TikTok. So with Instagram, there is a whole science and math and algorithm involved, right? TikTok is still very new and they don't have all of that figured out. There is an al- algorithm, of course, but anybody can go viral on TikTok and that's the beauty of it right now. And so all you have to do is post something that you're passionate about, you know, do a good quality video or good quality audio or whatever, um, just to make sure it has quality to it. And then throw on some hashtags on there and you could pop up on anybody in the world's for you page. And so I think that's what's so fun about it. And that's exactly what happened to me. And I've had people reach out from all over the world that have seen my videos and I'm in Dallas, I'm a Dallas real estate agent. So your reach is actually a lot farther than you think. And so I want to preface this with, I had zero followers when I was posting this, literally zero. I don't even think my best friend followed me on TikTok. Like it was just like, I had nothing going on and I posted this and you know, it succeeded from there. And so I just think I want to stress that anybody can do this, literally anyone. I, I love that so much. And I'm going to say my own story with TikTok. Cause like I've had a few TikToks, like, again, like I'm truthfully, I'm not, I'm probably not using TikTok good wise enough which I'm going to ask you for some like actual tangible tips on that but like for me I put my heart and soul into this one TikTok and it was an it was me talking which honestly is is where I I what I love doing the most honestly um and it was me talking about something super close to my heart um and one of the main reasons that had me deciding to leave my engagement. And I was speaking about like the mindset and like, you know, Hey, I thought about this one point and I realized that I had it, I had to leave. And it, you know, it's a one minute video. It's not that long. And literally within 30 minutes, all of a sudden it went from like zero views to like 8,000 views to like, and I was like, wait, what's happening. And then the comments, like women just being like, Oh my God, I needed this. Oh my God, this hit home. Holy shit. I've been waiting for this moment of clarity. Like, you know, and it's still to the, like, this was honestly probably over a month ago and it's still blowing up, you know? And so again, like, I'm just going to like reiterate what you just said is like, you know, just put your heart out there, like put, you know, whatever you're passionate about, whatever's like, you know, on your heart right now, like, you know, I honestly believe that somebody 
out there, somebody out there is looking for your pom-pom earrings, Becky. Okay. Yes, I love that so much. I saw that video too. And I like got teary-eyed because I left a marriage uh, two years ago and it was, I resonated with that so much. And so, it, you know, if you speak on something that you're passionate about, or you post something that you are passionate about, there are so many other people that are passionate about that too. And it's going to resonate with them. And that's how things take off on TikTok, which is really cool. I love that about TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So about TikTok. So what are some things for somebody, maybe like, you know, that earring jewelry business owner, somebody who's like, okay, shoot, I guess there's a market on TikTok. You know, what are some actual tips? Like I know like, yeah, you tell me what are some tips of like when they're making the TikTok, what to really think about what, like what types of videos, what little angles of things, like what, yeah, what should people be thinking about? I love that question. So for me, what I've noticed works best is people are scrolling through their for you page on TikTok very quickly. And so you have to post something that is going to grab somebody's attention within the first couple of seconds. So I've noticed like for me, I post awesome apartments. If I put the wow factor at the end, some people won't even get to that point. So I'll put the wow factor in the very beginning because it, it catches their attention and catches their eye right away. And it makes them watch the whole video. And if you watch the entire video on TikTok, it helps boost your video on the for you page. So you want to get someone to watch your whole video, but you got to grasp their attention first. The second thing is quality. You want to make sure I use an iPhone. And so you don't have to get this fancy, expensive camera. If you can, and you can afford that, then go for it. Cause that's going to be even better quality. But I use my iPhone and I just do the like fish eye camera lens. And I always make sure there's good lighting. And so you just want to make sure that whatever you're posting, there's good lighting, good quality footage, and then good quality audio. You know, you don't want to like record something while you're driving in the car and you can hear, you know, all the cars around you, things like that. But I think the most important thing is just to really have fun with it because I've tried to help people blast their videos on TikTok and they're so hyper-focused of like, no, 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 I don't, I can't post this because it doesn't look this way or whatever. And as, as long as it's good quality and you're having fun with it, keep doing it, keep posting it and, and it will happen for you. Um, and then I would say being consistent too, like not posting, you know, once a month, but maybe posting every day until something takes off. Um, and those, I think those things alone will help you blow up on TikTok. <laughs> I no, I so agree that the consistency thing, right? Cause people think mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'm going to post twice and nobody saw it. So I'm going to stop now. Exactly. Oh. And not to like, don't be afraid. Cause it feels like rejection. Okay. When you put, and I have a following, it's not a huge following, but I have a big following on TikTok and there's videos that get like very little views and that can feel like rejection you're like oh my gosh everybody hated it i suck i don't want to post this anymore don't do that to yourself if you think it looks great and you're having a good time don't feel discouraged because it might have just not made it to the for you page and it might not have anything to do with people not liking it you know yeah no totally i resonate with that because like same thing on instagram sometimes i'll post things and like my certain reach is here and like yesterday mm -hmm. i post a reel that I had so much fun making and like, and right now, honestly, it's not one of my higher viewed reels, but it's okay. Yeah. I had fun. I got, you know, people that did see it, loved it. So, you know what, whatever, you know, at the end of the day, I think that like with everything you post, you're going to continue to learn. And so if you're not willing to post 
multiple times, try a bunch of different things, especially in the beginning, you're never going to learn, you know, what works for you or what people like, or, you know, what you resonate with and what feels right. My other question for you, I heard this tip somewhere and I know you do because of what you're posting, you do voiceovers, which makes a lot of sense because you're explaining, but Mm -hmm. I've also, I've seen people that maybe they're like, they're making art or they're like, you know, tie-dyeing a t-shirt or, you know, something else or whatever. And Mm -hmm. they put a sound on it. How do you know anything about like how to find like the right sound or if something's popular or how to like use a popular sound or something like that? Again, yeah, that, no, that's a really good question. So what I do is I'll do a voice recording over a video. If it's like a long walkthrough and I want to explain the space that I'm showing, if it's like a quick clip, I will just do music. And the way I decide what music I'm going to choose is while I scroll through TikTok, cause we all scroll, right? I will save videos that catch my attention. I'll save the song. Cause you can put it in like, add it to your favorites. So I'll add those songs. So when I'm going to post a video, I'll go through my favorites first and I'll see, okay, are any of the songs that I favorited, does it go with this? And typically it does, like there's one on there that does. And so I'll choose that one. And if I can't find any that I favorited that don't work for it, then I'll just like pick a Taylor Swift song or something that I just really love that goes with the video and I'll kind of wing it. But for the most part, I would say try to pick songs that are trending because people will go and search that song and all the videos trending that have that song in it will pop up. So that's a really good tool to use. And then um, favoriting all all the sounds that you can find that you like, because it caught your attention, right? And if it caught your attention, it's probably going to catch others' attention. So favorite that, use that. And then if all else fails, just pick one that you vibe with and that you love. Um, Because sometimes I feel like we can overthink it too and be like, oh my gosh, no, this song isn't turning at the you know, direct exact location that I need it to turn. And like, sometimes just have fun with it or put like a bumping song that, you know, everybody loves. So those will be my three tips for the, for the sound. I love that. I'm actually going to start using that. Cause also sometimes I'll like be making a video and I'm like, Oh my God, this one sound, what it was so good. And I re- like, I'm like, I know kind of what it is, but you don't know what it's titled. So then I'm like, I'm like, shoot, you know? So that's really smart to actually just save it. And then at least it's there. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I've done that too. And that's when I started favoriting everything. I was like, okay, I don't want to like forget this. song. <laughs> that is brilliant. I love that so much. Okay. Shifting gears just a little bit. So for people out there who can maybe resonate with like, uh, where you kind of started, um, of like, Hey, I think I have this really good idea. Uh, but also people tell me it's stupid or my boss tells me that sort of thing's not going to work or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they're scared to you know, think outside of the box a little bit, you know? So what, what is some mindset tip or some sort of like, you know, advice you can give that person to just like maybe step into it or like how to really just not care? Yeah. I, oh my gosh, I could talk about this forever. And it kind of dates all the way back. I'm, I'm almost 30. And so I've kind of lived my whole twenties and gone through jobs and been broke and done it all. And I feel like, when I try to motivate other women or other people to be the boss babes that they are, I always say for me, I think I always had it in me to, to be successful or to find success. I always had the work ethic and the drive and the passion, and I always loved people, but what I lacked was confidence. So 
when I had a job offered to me at a $40,000 salary, I would take that because I didn't have the confidence to say, no, I'm worth much more than that. What I bring to the table is worth so much more than that. So I would take these jobs and be like, well, I'm just glad to be able to barely pay my rent and barely pay my bills. So I did that for like the majority of my twenties. And now I look back and I'm like, Oh my gosh, why didn't I take a leap of faith and really trust myself five years ago, 10 years ago. And so I think for me, and my recommendation for everyone is you have to find confidence in your ability and what you bring to the table to make anything happen. And for me, I remember I was about like the fourth year into my job and I was a couple of years away from being 30 and I'm making $40,000 a year plus a little bit of commission and really barely, barely making it, never having a savings account. I would think about, man, when would I be able to buy a house? Maybe in 10, 15 years. And that's crazy to me, right? And so I remember thinking like, will this be my life? Like, will I get a promotion in a couple of years? And then finally, maybe at 35, break six figures and then what? And then I just make six figures and then that's it. Then I retire. And that terrified me. And so taking a leap of faith and trusting myself to do something that was 100% commission. There has to be a lot of faith involved in that, especially for somebody who is barely scraping by. Like if you're barely paying your bills, you're like, I can't believe I'm about to leave my salary and go work 100% commission job. But the way I found confidence, and I think it's, it's so weird that this is how the confidence um, was discovered within myself was I was overweight and I made a decision one day to get healthier and lose weight. And it was a long process. It did not happen overnight, but I did it. And that gave me confidence. I was like, oh my God, I said I was going to do something and I freaking did it. And for whatever reason, that was like the start to my confidence. And then the second thing was I left a marriage and everybody I knew told me not to. They said I was being crazy. I was making a mistake. I was leaving something that was comfortable and safe. And a lot of people didn't know what was going on behind closed doors, which is kind of the case for everyone when they're not in a good relationship. So everybody called me crazy. And I was like, no, I have a gut feeling. There is something telling me that I need to go. And I left him and I ended up being the best decision of my life. And that brought me even more confidence. So now I was like, all right, I said I was going to lose weight. I did it. I said I needed to leave this relationship and I did it and I was right. And now I'm going to leave this freaking job that is not paying me what I'm worth. And I'm going to go take a risk and I'm going to be the top producing agent in that company. I don't care what anybody says. And I said that in my interview, they were like, you know, top three in the company will make over six figures, but you know, the average agent does this. And I was like, no, 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 I'm going to be your top agent. And they were like, okay. And sure enough, within a couple months, I quadrupled my income and I've been the, one of the top agents there since I started. And that all stemmed from having confidence in myself and believing in myself that I can make that happen. And so I just want to stress that if you have an idea or you have a dream or you have a vision, really, really find the confidence within yourself and believe in yourself and have the work ethic and have the dedication, of course, and go make it happen. I don't care what anyone tells you because I have been told no, I've been told I'm crazy so many times. And now I'm in the best you know, stage of my life and thriving and I'm about to be 30. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have done this sooner. So I went on a tangent, but I just think it's so important for you to just believe in yourself, you know? Oh my God. Uh, everyone listening, you can't like physically see us, but we're on zoom and I can, you know, we can see each other. I'm like in my chair. I'm like rocking back and forth. I'm like, yes, like yes. everything. 
literally everything. I actually said yesterday on Instagram, you know, one of my little tips I had for people who, you know, to start trusting themselves is just like telling themselves you're going to do three things every day. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to make my freaking bed. I'm gonna, you know, not have pop today. And I'm gonna, I'm going to walk like, like literally just three things. And then at the end of the day, when you do those things, you're gonna be like, Hey, I did what I said I was going to do. I I can do that. Okay. Maybe next week, you know, it's going to get a little bit more, you know, more less simple than those three things. But like the more you start actually following through with what you say you want to do and what you say you like feel called to do, the more you're going to trust yourself and build that confidence. Because I can, I a hundred percent agree with you. I mean, in leaving this relationship, honestly, it's just opened so many doors for me of understanding that like I am worth it I am you know so able to be on my own and to be happy and to like have this like limitlessness about my life and you know it came from something that was very scary something that not many people understood something that was like I mean the the hardest decision I've ever made but like you know at the end of the day like what I would say is like, we have one life, you know, and if you're going to let that fear of like, oh, I don't want to do that thing. Cause my boss told me not to, because he thinks it's going to not work. Like if you're going to let that control your life, like you're going to get five years down the road and you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like I, sh- I should have just tried. Like, what do you have to lose? Right? Exactly. And I feel like society has tamed women. I, um, have you read untamed by Glennon Doyle? Yeah, I am. Oh, I read that book literally three times in a row. And that was like one of the things that I was like, I need, I need. Yeah, so good. And I think that society really does put pressure on women to be, you know, we go to college and then get, you know, a corporate job, you know, and then get married and have kids and be the perfect wife and the perfect mom and the perfect housekeeper. And so when we are having those intuition I I think it's our intuition telling us hey this isn't for you you need to leave this you know relationship or you need to leave this job are we're so terrified of what society is going to think because we're supposed to be the perfect wife and the perfect mom and so we're like no no no, we can't take those risks like we can't do that we're women like we've got to be you know on all the time and especially like you know you being engaged and me being married it's like no like you finally found a husband like that's every woman's dream is to find a husband you know and it's just like that pressure makes women stay comfortable and stay stagnant and stay stuck. And so I, and it's not to say like, Hey, everybody go leave your man, you know, but it's just, if it's something is telling you it's not right, it's probably not right. And there's, that is your intuition telling you, Hey, you're, you're too safe right here. And there's something out there that is bigger and greater for you and go find it, like go figure out what it is. And I swear you'll look back and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did that. A hundred percent. And I, yeah, exactly. I think women we're, we're intuitive beings. Like we, Mm -hmm. we really are, you know? And so, you know, women out there, if you're listening to this, you know, what we're talking, you know, whatever that heart tug is that's happening within you right now, it might have to do with your relationship, your career, a side hustle, a move, a location, a friendship, a anything. It could be with anything, but you know, right now it's coming to your head. It's tugging on your heart and it's worth going for. And just like Bridget said, like, trying it and just doing it and going for it. And you're not going to regret it, you know, cause we do have that intuition and we have that feminine power, if you will, you know, and it's real and it's within you. So start tapping into it because the more you tap into it, the more you're going to trust that intuition. Cause 
if right now then that that feeling scares you, then you just haven't leaned on it enough. You haven't like leaned into it enough. You haven't followed it enough. And so you don't know that it's something that you can trust right now, but it is. And it's leading you to good things and some big, amazing, epic things are calling your name out there. And you shouldn't be, you know, scared into complacency. You know what I, I mean? I love that. 100%. I love that so much. Uh, oh my God. I feel like we both are so jazzed right now. We could talk about this. I could go off because I am just so passionate. And that's another thing, um, you know, that I, I, you and I talked about is that it really gets me going and gets me excited when I'm talking about women thriving. I mean, I want everyone to thrive. I want men to thrive too, but seeing other women thrive is so exciting for me. And so I love talking about this because I would hope that five years ago, if, if I heard something like this, I would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to go make things happen. And so I hope that other women will hear this and be like, okay, well, they did it and they're doing fine. Like what's the worst that can happen, you know? And I think it's just so important for, for us women to build each other up and motivate each other, especially in the world of social media. You know, you have a following on Instagram and I have a small following on TikTok, but you see people get mean and, and angry and you're like, no, like we need to build each other up so that we can root each other on. And when you go up, I go up, we all go up. And so I get so passionate about talking about stuff like this. It, it pumps me up. <laughs> I love this so much. I love that you're here in Dallas too, because we're about to like hang out. I hope you know that. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, we could keep going and going, but at the end of the day, honestly, guys, if you're loving the vibe that Bridget's bringing, if you love her story, if you're in Dallas, if you're in real estate, wherever, like honestly, if in any way, shape or form, you resonate with what she's saying, go follow her on TikTok, on Instagram, chat with her, slide in her DMs and just let her know like, Hey, your story resonated with me. Because again, sometimes, I mean, I know for me at first, when I started telling my own story, like it's a little scary. It's like, ah, like, are people going to judge? Like, I don't know, you know? And so, you know, we're putting ourselves out there for y'all because we know like our stories are going going to, I actually saw this meme. It wasn't a meme. It was like a quote. And it's like, your story is going to be somebody's roadmap one day, you know? And so we're putting this out there for you because we want you to click with it in some way, shape or form. Cause I know, you know, like we were talking about Gladden Doyle's untamed her story resonated with me that I was just like, that's my roadmap. Like, okay. Hearing one story makes it seem okay. It makes it seem doable, manageable, you know? And so if that's you, if you're hearing this right now, reach out to Bridget and just let her know that and let her know that you resonated and loved what she had to say on the podcast. And Bridget, I don't know if you have like anything else that you kind of wanted to close on or, or say or anything. No, I think that's it. I am literally an open book. Uh, my best friend and I actually have a podcast. It's called Questionable Decisions Podcast. And I am such an open book and she's not. And we started this podcast to help other people feel comfortable in the things that you deal with and all the questionable decisions you make. And so if you literally slide in my DM and ask me anything, I will tell you, I am like not ashamed to talk about anything. And I you know, truly want to motivate other people. So Yes. Hit me up whenever, wherever. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay, guys, and go subscribe to her podcast. Check it out again. Like, you know, same vibe, different, same, same, but different, you know, but you know, if you loved what she brought here, you're probably going to love her podcast too. So, I mean, that's really all we have for today, guys. I love you all so much. Bridget, I'm so grateful for your time and your energy and just like everything that you brought today. Hey, and thanks I, for having me. I know it's going to mean so much. So yay. All right. Well, that's it guys. I never know how to end these. I'm always so awkward. So we're just going to, we're going to cut it here. Peace Bye. out guys. See you next time. <laughs> 
that is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Hey, I'd be so grateful if you took one second to send this podcast to one person you know would love it. And also don't forget, leave a five-star review because honestly, go big or freaking go home, Becky, okay? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or a follow if you're listening through Spotify. Also, go ahead and check this out at letsgetuncomfy.podcast and myself at Annie underscore fit like fit me on Instagram. Tag us in your stories. Let me know how you're getting uncomfy and what you loved about today's episodes. Now, go do it. Go get uncomfy. Pursue what others consider unlikely. I double dog area. <laughs>